0: Welcome to Quat Mode, round 133. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. Oh my goodness, we're here to talk video games. I am Todd Oxtra in Minnesota. Our first snow of 2024 actually happened, but it's hey, going to melt congrats. by the end of the week because we'll be at 50 degrees. So thank you, Global Warning. The, uh, <laughs> the, the polar bears are pissed off and starving, mm-hmm. and here we are in Minnesota with no snow. Sad, sad, sad. I'm also joined by someone who's not so sad, and that is Mr. Mark Herbin, because he's been loving the snow because he's got more they can deal with.
1: Uh, yeah, loving is uh, an interesting phrase there. Um, <laughs> the, yep, yeah, there might be some others that I would choose. Uh, yeah, we we are de- just still dealing with a ridiculous amount of snow, like more than I've ever seen in such a short period of time. It's 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 been crazy. Um, we had a you know a holiday today, and we were like, "Can we go out? Can we can we do something?" And it's like the st- sidewalks still aren't properly plowed. There's like you know you just can't do anything, and it was it was um it's something. It's definitely something. We were we were both saying uh, today or yesterday, like my wife and I were both like, "You know what? I I miss like torrential rains. I miss just a just." rain as much as it wants to and get rid of some of this and uh yeah yeah spring spring cannot sprung fast enough
0: okay mark so i'm going to ask you a question we need to do a canadian uh psa so what is the canadian holiday uh
1: there's a bunch of different holidays today actually okay um depending on where you are in canada it is um, family Day for several provinces, uh, Islander Day in PEI, um, like Louis Riel Day in Manitoba. I think, uh, and here in Nova Scotia, it is um, Heritage Day. So each each year, they they kind of honor a different uh, inductee into Nova Scotia Heritage Day hall of fame or whatever you want to call it. Um, so that's, um, yeah, that's a that's congratulations, Mark. on getting I, inducted. They, yeah. Yeah. I've definitely done worthwhile things to, uh, to be inducted. Um, but everyone, it's kind of funny. Cause like, the, I think family day was like the first thing and so many other other provinces do it that everyone even here calls it family day, but it's actually, um, you know, it's a, and I, I don't think Nova Scotia, the government or whatever does enough, of a good job of like telling people like, no, it's heritage day. Like this year's honoree is a guy named William Hall. Um, and you know like a uh, son of some some enslaved parents you know former slaves and uh it, I, i'm not going to get into a history lesson here but like it, it like nobody was being you know I, I see things on facebook and whatever that uh, of people being like hey happy to spend the day with family and like you know like it's a great day for family it's like eh, kind of if you're in other provinces but here it's like i didn't see a single post about like you know william hall or any, even from like like the government and stuff. It was just like, enjoy the day with family. It's like, why not just call it family day? If you're going to just like gloss over the fact that you're <laughs> supposed to be honoring like someone in, you know, Nova Scotia history. Anyway, that's my little rant, but it was a fun day off with the family. So that's whatever. It, it
0: should really be family day, colon, something, something. So right. It's family day <laughs> for everybody, but for those who celebrate William Hall or whatever his name is, yeah. we, we salute yeah. you.
1: It's super weird. And yeah. as a different person every year, I personally enjoy kind of like reading the you oh, know sure. the biography and history of, of some of the people that, that have been honored so far. And it's only been the uh, heritage day for a few years now. It's, it's not something we've always celebrated since I was a kid. So there's only been a few inductees and it's interesting to see the the thought process that goes into it and who they pick and read a little bit about their lives and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a weird kind of like, most of the provinces have a day off, but like it's all different things all across everywhere. But like family day kind of sticks with a lot of people. It's, it's such a weird kind of thing. I don't really care. Cause I have a day off. Um, call it what you want to call it. But, um, anyway, yeah, it's like a weird sticking point for me. It's like, people are like enjoy family day. And I'm like, Nope, I'm not in like any of these other provinces that actually
0: suck it. Things. It's William Hall's birthday
1: or exactly. day of,
0: of celebration. Take that. <laughs> exactly. Take exactly. it to
1: Montreal. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, I'm not yeah. in Ontario right now. Leave me alone. I'm going to uh, do do that stuff. So anyway, so that's that's it. So, uh, But you guys had a holiday down there too, President's Day. Yeah, President's Day. So essentially we can't
0: celebrate a specific president because apparently that makes us feel like we're like a monarchy celebration. So it's all the presidents. But you know what? There's a special episode of The Simpsons where they had a song called These Are the um, – uh, mediocre presidents and I sold (laughs) Um, William Henry Harrison who died in 30 days
1: yeah it's a great Uh, song say we uh, we just finished a full rewatch of Parks and Recreation and they had a great uh, great little bit on on William Henry Harrison yep really good stuff good times good times bad time
0: to like get an illness back in the days because you're you're the likelihood that you survive like um, foot and mouth disease very low Yeah. But, you know, I don't recommend it. Exactly. Oh, well, celebrate uh, all of these wonderful days. I had to work and I was uh, I was enjoying my family being off. So that was my present. (laughs) (laughs) So there we go, folks. If you celebrate a cool day on February 19th, let us know what that is. But, Mark, uh, before we, you know, we've already celebrated one thing, but we have to celebrate some really special people that are neither presidents or uh, a member of Heritage Day.
1: Well, I mean, you know, you never know. Some of these people could be sure. on for President's Day or Heritage Day. We don't know what the future brings. Uh, but right now, we're just going to say thank you for being our Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash where you can get a free seven day trial of all the exclusive fun stuff, including no ads on these shows for patrons as well. Uh, speaking of of these shows, uh, everything's I don't know if anyone is listening on Google Podcasts or follows over there or whatever. Uh, that has changed to YouTube podcasts. so we're we're working on getting all the shows changed over and all that kind of stuff. So YouTube is gonna have audio and video versions, but you're gonna be able to get those ad free on patreon.com slash secret unite uh, where you can join people such as john Sadorf, the phoenix sisters cosplay Brennan myers matthew keel and corian hd in our friends with benefits tier and the amazing sean stella and henry nyas the nyas family thank you so much as well uh, missy merchant thank you for being our bffs you guys are the mvps um you can join all these people again over on patreon.com/slash secret Get everything ad free, get exclusive stuff, get early stuff. Everything uh happens over there. It's all uh it's all fun. And again, ad free. So if uh if you don't want to listen to us talk about Zencaster, Patreon's the place. Two bucks gets you in the door. That's
0: all we say, folks. So appreciate your support. Um, and, uh, you know, being a patron has its pr- privileges because we always put these things out. Like if you want to join us or have a special topic or a question. And one of our Patreons uh, dodged a bullet because Sean Nias has said, I want to come on and talk about Madame Web. Well, he had a mm-hmm. work related trip, so he couldn't come on. And wowie we wow, Mark, he dodged a bullet. That's all I'll <laughs> say.
1: Could he see into the future? Maybe.
0: Uh, apparently, yes. And mm, yes. Uh, uh, yes, and losing all that money to watch something for two hours—yes, not so hot. So, uh, with that, we get into the actually. You know, we're eight eight minutes in. Now we're actually going to talk about video games. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you know what? A Canadian legend, uh, a lesson was well worth it. Um, so we get to buy rent return. And this week I picked game type. So game type. Mm is the three we're going to talk about are PVE or P yeah, like person versus environment. Is it player, player versus environment? Player versus so, environment yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very yeah. inclusive player. Um, it, it has no, uh, it's, it's, it has no, uh, gender or anything. It's a player is a player. Uh, then we have player versus player. So player versus environment is essentially, I should say this. It's basically like it's you versus AI bosses and things like that. You're not fighting other real humans. Uh, right. Player versus player. That's all you're doing. You're fighting other people in a competitive environment. And then solo, there's no other multiplayer element. You're not even doing co-op. It's just solo. So think about like your Jedi Fallen Order PVP. Think about like COD, uh, COD Modern Warfare. Um, mm-hmm. What other examples of just p- pure PVP is there, Mark? Is that the main one? Well, like Fortnite.
1: Yeah, that kind of. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. PvP. Um and then PvE, like think that, like, and PvP
1: think of like PvP,
0: Yeah, yeah. For every man, last man standing. You're taking I mean, there might be some bots in the field, but you're predominantly want to take out the the real players to yeah. to uh win. Or it's teams versus teams, uh mm-hmm. in those type of uh, you know, uh you know, King of the Hill, those type of things. Um and then uh pve that's like left for dead or if you think about like destiny where you you have a fire team you go against the ai uh, or horde mode or things like that where it's typically you're only you're as a team you're taking on enemies together in a co-op form any other
1: examples right. mm, yeah no. when you said horde mode that kind of like you know like call of duty zombies like different modes yeah. in different games i guess mm-hmm. would, would um yeah. would would kind of encompass that. Um, okay. I, I got the, the gist of this. We had a few questions to, to clarify that Gimpy J in our our discord chat. People
0: are Um, are catching on with the, the, you got to game the game. That's it. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, kind of, you know, make clarification that solo and PVE kind of the same thing. Uh, just for clarification, do you mean something like Destiny fire team, WoW raids, that kind of stuff, where it's like a group activity focused on taking down computers? So yeah, that's that's very cooperative. Like PVE, it's very helping right? each yeah, other out. Yeah,
0: you're 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 buffing a guy, you're giving him health, you're picking him up when he's dead yeah. to take yeah. down like the hordes and the masses that are AI typically. So, um,
1: like even yeah. Salmon Run in Splatoon would be. P- yeah. Yeah. like that, that kind of mode. Okay. Uh so I need to clarify one thing. Um is this so we're talking modes, right? Like the game type, game mode. Uh like what's your favorite I, mode? I mean, yes, like if one if, game if, uh one 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 game, like I'm thinking Call of Duty could encompass encompass all three of these types, correct? correct. Yep, because you have yep. the Call of Duty story mode. You have Call of Duty Zombies, and you have Call of Duty Warzone uh, for for like Last yep. Man Standing kind of thing, and then co- yep, regular campaign, Call of Duty, which is solo. Um, yeah, yeah, multiplayer and stuff like for for Splatoon's like, two like that too. To your point, stuff.
0: Splatoon oh, yeah. two, Splatoon yeah. three, they have all of those three modes. So in a way, I'm like. Yes, it's a caveat so there. Favorite, so I would say, but but I would say within all of that though, what is your favorite mode or style right. of game to play? And even though it's like I look at a little bit of that, but if I was, you know, if I was get put uh, on a on a desert island and I could only do one thing because desert islands you typically can't play. Well, that's a bad example because you can't typically play online in a desert island. So that would not be a great example. <laughs> So you, maybe you're you in like fallout, it, shelter, you you yeah. you're in a fallout shelter, but you have an internet connection. You're fallout
1: shelter, but you have an internet connection, and you you can't do anything but play these games. You can't call for help. Right. You can only play this. You don't your mic's broke. Yep. So it makes well, it a little does bit. Does that hurt you if like, it's hey, if it's, uh, it, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So we got to say I, I, you can still talk to people,
0: but you just can't go out with the masses. You're you're stuck in your place, but you can play with people online. I like it. I like. It. Do we want to go through some of the uh, the right in yeah. votes first yeah absolutely so i'm gonna cheat, cheat and i'll take the short one um uh, okay <laughs> so schloss Ritter says buy pv i am hooked on wow classic again very good example That's that awesome. is the raids yeah. that is collaborative combat against the the uh it's not PvP, it's basically just taken on ai he says rent solo i can play at my own pace and it's typically a limited experience you're done you're done and that's it yeah. um unless you're talking about like pac-man or something pac-man is a solo experience but you could play pac-man forever if you wanted to um no story and then return pvp i'm bad at
1: this great, <laughs> I love the great
0: example this of
1: pvp reflection. yeah yes uh famous jamus we've got buy solo i like to enjoy a game and its story rent pvp uh it's fine to play against other people even when i'm not good at the game um and then return PVE, while there are plenty of fun games that have PVE, I see too many of them having a lot of things I'm not a fan of, like play to win stuff, overpriced cosmetics, exactly that kind of stuff. I think that kind of stuff persists in PVP as well. Yes, um, exactly. But, you know, that's, uh, yeah, good good kind of reasons to, to not get into that kind of stuff. If Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, Gimpy J., who again? Thank you for clarifying that kind of stuff because I was following along in Discord and uh, and, and seeing that and that was a good clarification. Uh, by PVE, I play practically everything solo anyway, but like the option of playing with someone. My favorite game last yes. year was Remnant Two. When I was playing WoW and not raiding, I was tempting uh, all content solo if it could be done. I like that that clarification as well. Like yeah. the, the option to have PVE, very specific. Um, and that's going to factor into mine as well, but for different, yes, different absolutely. rankings and different reasons, mm-hmm. but I, I, I like it placed there. That's, that's a good one. Um, rent, uh, solo player experiences. This is based on the previous answer, as I do not want to exclude those that have no online component. Great. Uh, return PVP mediocre to good at PVP games, but do not care enough to devote time to getting better. The good, good. Co- I, I'm yeah. loving the fact that, that, that these like self reflections of like, you know what? I maybe know I'm myself. not good enough to to jump online and compete with people, and I accept that about myself. Um, I love it. I love the the Discord group is is getting honest and uh, and and going. It's, it's pretty good. Pretty good self reflection here. I agree, and so there's some
0: caveats with this too, because I think of like fighting games. It's either yeah. solo or PVP. There's no like collaborative effort. Smash is a lot like that too, but Smash has the team up, but a lot of it is playing solo or you're just, you know, not good at it or I'm not good at it. Yeah. But I would take on my son and would always taunt him just to piss him off, even though he would beat my butt. So
1: <laughs> there's and you, some mean, elements can of that. You kind of cheat. Um, you can kind of cheat. Yeah. Like games like Smash into being kind of a PVP AI.
0: Yeah, create an you AI. Create team. an
1: AI and say, like, yeah. okay, it's going to be a three v one, whatever. Like, you know, have three player-controlled people trying to take on one AI bot ranked ten max up, yeah. uh, and yeah. and see if the three of you can kick this computer's butt. Um, so you can kind of cheat that with some of those kind of games, but for the most part, yeah, they're they're pretty yeah. much single or yeah. or PVP. Um, so a lot of yeah, a lot it, of depth to this when you can think about different absolutely ways it can go in different game, ways it can be applied
0: i like the fact that someone pointed i can't remember who said it um but basically a lot of pve games like destiny i almost hated playing like if i'm playing a campaign for the first time and i play with others i'm missing story beats because somebody i'm talking to somebody i'm not able to absorb the story so i'm like what did he say oh i'm so excited but i want to talk to my friends so it is that mm-hmm. double-edged sword so i always play like solo first And Destiny's great about that. And then you can like, I've already listened to the story 85 times. Let's just get back and like beat some butt. Yeah. Yeah. So Mark, great examples here. So where are we going?
1: Great, great examples. Definitely great examples. Uh, Like, like a couple of them said, you know, the the same kind of reasons I'm going to go buy solo. Um, and for the same kind of things of like, I like playing at my own pace. I like playing solo. I do appreciate the ability to play with someone, whether it's online or nowadays. You know, playing as as Finn gets a little bit more interested in playing video games. Today we played Kirby in the Forgotten Land for a little while. Um, great game. Mm, starting to get a little harder than i want for him he's getting frustrated that he can't just continue we got to like the second land or area continent or whatever you want to call it but we're hitting that roadblock of like you haven't found enough waddle d's yet or whatever the hell they are and it's like you can't go to the boss stage until you go back and replay all the other stages. And he doesn't have patience for finding like little secrets hidden somewhere, or, like knocking down the six hidden Kirby posters in a stage. So it's like, that's a pain in the ass. Anyway, I'm, I'm diverting. but
0: that's, that's so, a dead chore that you have to do when he's mm, asleep.
1: Do it for him. Like, mission. Hey yeah.
0: champ, we did it. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Um, okay. So I'm, I am going to buy solo because I find I just you know my gaming time. I appreciate being able to pick up and play. Have no one depend on me for something like a raid or this or that or a specific time to play. I can just pick up and play Pokemon. I can go play uh, Super Mario or Lego Star Wars or whatever I'm playing at the time, and I can just do that. Um, I'm going to rent PvP because I I. I love Fortnite. I love those kind of games. But again, PvP allows me to not have other people dependent on me and my time commitment and that kind of stuff. Yep. I used to love Destiny 1 rating, that was awesome. Oh. But you need some time. That's an appointment. Wow. You need someone
0: to schedule appointments. <laughs>
1: yeah wow the same kind of thing man when i like the when wow originally came out and i was hooked on it my brother was his girlfriend at the time like it was just like we played we rated we want you know like that was that was it but with, like you need that time commitment and i find i just don't have that kind of capability of, of sitting down even like to try to knock out a salmon run or something like that. I'm just like, I don't know. Um, well, when,
0: especially when salmon run is like, it's only at these hours of this. Yeah, week. It's like, it's like yeah. what
1: Every, every third Thursday from three Oh four to three 17 AM. Uh, enjoy salmon run folks. Um, so <laughs> like, I just, yeah, it's just not happening for me. I love those kind of maps. Like call of duty zombies back in the day was like, Oh yeah. Yes. Let's go. Um, a horde mode or whatever it was called in, uh, in gears of war. Like, yep. Love it. Um, so I'm, I'm sad to return PV. I love all of these by the way. Great, yes. great topic Todd. I love this. Um, and I, I love all of these for very different reasons at different times. If you talk to me in different times in history or even you know, like different times of the year. If it's like summer vacation, I have more time. I can do something, whatever it is. If I'm a little bit more free, this is going to flip around. I'm like solo. I can play that whenever I want. Something else is moving up. But for right now, right where I am, it's going to be buy solo, rent PVP, sadly return PVE, but I respect all types of game modes. I, I like it.
0: Yeah, it just made me think this week's topic was driven by Helldivers 2 and Success being a PvE-only game, which was unique. It really doesn't have a solo mode. Um, and I was thinking about this, too. We were going to talk about this with uh, Sea of Thieves potentially going to other platforms. I know you love that game, and it's predominantly a PvE. It can be a PvE or a PvP. There's also a solo mode now, right? Is, it, is that it, or am I missing it? Is it just yeah. PvP and solo, or is there also a PvE?
1: Well, I mean it's it's kind of a PvPvE game.
0: Got it. Environmental hazards, but yeah, there's there's no like I mean, get rid of the other players. Oh.
1: No, and that's all optional, right? Like you can you can do the other player thing, but it doesn't mean anything. Like you can yeah. you can take out another ship or you can team up and decide to to do missions and stuff together. You can take them out Like I've had other ships come up on me when I'm doing solo slooping and just going fishing. And I've had like a full ship come by and like they kill me and laugh. And I'm like, have fun, dude. I have no loot. Give us your pants, sir. Whatever. And I take a few of them out and we go down underneath and like wait a couple of seconds and then we're right back up. So it doesn't really mean anything in that game. But then there, okay. there are those missions where you're fighting the environment, you're fighting the AI or you're, you're doing these missions. Yeah, the, so that, the, see, of the really Caribbean
0: good. mode. Yeah. What do they have? The new mode. But, I mean, what is even just the regular mode. Like the, the, you, you the, get the, a, yeah.
1: Um, You get a treasure map and you go here and there's skeletons and this and yep. that, and whatever that you have to fight. And um, yeah, that's a, that's such a different game. And, like the Megs, the different, environmental mm-hmm. things that can take you out. Um and then other players. Yeah. See if these are such an interesting one. That kind yeah. and, and, of
0: yeah, they've they've, they've adjusted over time and definitely yeah. have opened other options for people to play. Very, very cool. Yeah. So it makes mm-hmm. me think about other games in the way I play. Uh so that's why I made I made me think about this topic this week. So for myself, it's really hard too I mean at least there's only one I would say definitely goes to my bottom. Um so maybe I'll start there. Uh that is PvP um I enjoyed it at times, but I'm not very good. The only game I felt like I did decent was Destiny with PvP. The only reason I did that was though was to get stuff <laughs> to move on. I didn't stick around just for the PvP. So um, that would be my my uh, return. My uh, rent would probably be PVE. Now the this I don't think that jives with real life because it's a PVE game. That means it's probably ongoing. So I'm actually going to keep that game. Because it's going to be forever game, right? So that's the hard part. But if I'm talking about like where my bread is is buttered and where I spend most of my time, it's definitely solo games. But PvE is that perfect blend for me if I'm going to play with others. I want to have a team against the bad guys like in Destiny with a fire team taking down those raids. It was one of my favorite experiences of all time. I love that. Um, and I'm going to get into hell divers talk about that, but that's a PVE only game. So that's kind of fun too. Cause people get excited about teaming up and having a great adventure, but solo that's me. I just love having a great story, a great campaign, or if it's not even a great story, but it's just a great, great gameplay that I can play my own time. I don't have to worry about like setting a, a, a time I get to the game and play as much as I want. And if I want to walk away, I don't. Incur a problem or a penalty, and I don't yeah. piss anybody off. So yeah, I'm very nervous about making people mad online. <laughs> like you left our game. Ah, <laughs> the team is that's it, team that's because of you. Getting
1: mostly through a destiny raid yeah. and being the only one that's like, hey guys, sorry, I have to bail. Like, yeah, whoops, I had poop. three hours cut out because I thought that's yeah. how long this was going to take, and we're on hour four, and now I have to go to a whatever and like it's oh man it's such a shit feeling yeah it is you don't want to let anybody down but yeah pause and come back and like if no one else has you know then you got to reschedule the whole damn thing oh
0: yeah you gotta wipe or oh we gotta start over again because it's been a week that was the destiny thing it just killed me i'm like and you got to get together with the same team. So yeah. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. great times, a lot of great opportunities to really have a great time with people, however you like to play. So um, I'm glad we could discuss this. This is a little bit more uh, timely and uh, let us know if you disagree or you have thoughts on that. Um, So at this point though, it's time to talk about what we've actually been gaming. So we'll actually try to be able to like, say if any of these actually meet our threshold for what we said. And if we lied, yell at us.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I already talked about the first one that I've been playing a little bit, so I might as well start there and talk about Kirby and the forgotten land. Uh, my son has a little Kirby plush that we got him ages ago and he just thought was cute when he was a kid. And, uh, and we were looking at some of his other things, you know, he has a Mario one and this and that, like, you know, a couple of Pokemon and stuff. And, um, and then he saw the game. I was scrolling through something on, on my switch, trying to find something else. And, and he saw that and he's like, I have that. It's like, yeah, that's Kirby. Can we play that game? Okay, sure. And uh, so he's been hooked. Like I said, we got to the second continent. So that's like, I think three or four worlds down now. And he's been really enjoying it. He loves playing as Kirby. He loves the different abilities, but he is not averse to hucking a controller at me when things get a little dicey (laughs) and taking over uh, the waddle D with a spear. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been fun to, to try to play like backseat and be completely stuck to where he's going. Cause if you haven't played that game in two player mode, waddle D can't go very far before he's warped no. to Kirby. So there have been times when I'm trying again to do dad mode of like, I know there's a hidden thing over here. I know we have to get this. I know we have to save some waddle D's. I'm trying to go do that. And he's like. Golden path, let's do this. I can see the exit, and I'm like, I can touch it, zap right towards Kirby. I'm like, come back here, please. I need to do this stupid thing so we don't have to play the stage seven times again. (laughs) And, um, but it's great, it's, it's, I love, you know, like, it's good. And that's been like the, the, like, Mario Wonder, Mario Deluxe that I talked about last time. Um, he loves playing the same stages over and over again with Kirby. Oh, yeah. For some reason, he's like, I don't want to play that stage again. It's like, dude, we played the same two stages in Mario wonder 187 times. And you're complaining about going back for a waddle D and one stage that we have to play the second time. Who are you and why are you making this difficult? <laughs> I don't know. I can't explain it, but he's a delight to play with. Uh, and, um, and it's fun. Um, um, that's a great
0: <laughs> I, game, though, Mark. I I, I tell so you, uh, I yep. beat it. And quite honestly, when you beat that game, there is a sectionally a second part of the game that I never really got into. Um, that is apparently really goes hardcore because uh, that game does get difficult. And oh, my yeah. son loved my son loved Kirby games back in the day. Kirby Return to Dreamland he Mm. logan loved that on the wii i think it was on the wii um he loved that game it was amazing Mm. it's side scrolling uh it's 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 definitely has all the power ups but it's got like you get the huge sword that was a favorite for logan Uh, also kirby um epic yarn was great too so there's so many good kirby games if he likes that and you have those games somewhere or you can get them cheap on because i think you still have your wii u um i do Think yeah. Think so I'd say get those games. There. Get okay, Epic check. Yarn. Get yeah. um and then Kirby Return to Dreamland is now on Switch where they upgraded the mm-hmm. graphics add some stuff. So yeah. I'd say check those out too with Finna because I think you'd like them too. Absolutely. They're a little bit easier and they they're they're not reliant on a lot of other things. It's just fun and goofy.
1: I um and you know what I haven't even thought. I think I have a couple on my three DS and
0: mm-hmm. um and Kirby I Robobot, I think there's one that 3DS. Logan
1: likes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I introduced him to the 3ds with super Mario 3d land, um, you know, 3d off of course, but he, he enjoyed yep. that. And, uh, and he played that for a little bit and then it got, again, you know, that, that game really ramps up quickly. And oh, especially yeah. when you yep. don't have 3d on because it relies so mm-hmm. much on the the effects of oh, yes. where you're jumping and that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to turn 3d on for the kid. Um, so I wonder if I have some Kirby games on there too. Good thought I might, I might do a deep dive into Kirby. Dream, we'll, course. We'll see. Yeah. Well, uh, dream Course, yeah. Well,
0: Dream Course came out on uh Switch for like 10 bucks, right? Too. Oh, yeah. is it Dream Course or at, is it uh, there's it was like delicious, is what it is? Yeah. yeah. It's like food, too. Yeah, it's like food focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I think there's yeah, even gonna, games I'm gonna, I'm gonna on NSO deep dive into Kirby and yeah, and
0: see. Kirby NSO uh, we, games, too. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, we tried to play one. My brother had the uh, the SNES classic. Hooked up okay. um, over the yeah. weekend at my parents' place and uh we tried whatever one's in that. I think there's Dream Course and then there's another mm-hmm. collect, That's N64, like right? collection 64 right or something yeah. like that. You're just like, no, not having it. Oh like, not working. Oh,
0: what's the can is it Canvas Curse or the game on the Wii U? Those are good too. Yeah. Those are good too. Yeah. So good. Really good games. Um,
1: yeah. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do a deep dive and see what other Kirby games I have because right now it's oh, just, you're just gonna be I'm all
0: Kirby all the time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah um aside from that and and a little bit of three uh the mario 3d land myself um i've been just kind of dipping back into Fortnite before the season ends they're doing the ninja turtle crossover i got all the ninja turtle skins because i can't stay away from 90s nostalgia and crossovers in Fortnite. um i didn't get all of the skins i didn't get april or or splinter but i do have the four ninja turtles and shredder uh but Holy crap, man. I I just, I I love that. I love that the Ninja Turtles have just been around like every generation, every thing like there's all. And, and of course, Finn is into Ninja Turtles. Now he found some of my old Ninja Turtle toys. He's loving it. The Ninja Turtles were playing with Batman today. Great stuff. And, uh, Mm -hmm. So it's it's just interesting to see because I was looking up like what kind of kid appropriate Ninja Turtle shows. There's got to be one, right? I figured. Oh yeah, Uh, and there are a couple on like Paramount Plus of like very kid Mm -hmm. focused, right? Like three year old focused rather than like you know six seven eight year old.
0: Is that the main Um, one? with Kalabunga, the you know, they don't use their that, swords that to kill that one's anybody
1: probably a little bit more kid focused and I'm yeah. gonna do that one but there is one that was like specifically made for toddlers they go into like oh. dinosaur time I can't remember what it's called oh, um wow. but that one's newer and and it was really really cute and Finn followed along and the turtles were you know turtles but but a little bit more kitty um it was really it was really cute Uh, so he's, yeah, he's having like this little turtle thing. But when I went to search turtles on Paramount plus, it was like, there's so many, like every generation just has their own turtles. Yes. Uh, there are like slight little variations of whether it's the classic cartoon or like just all these different iterations of like computer generated and like hand. It's just so good. There's so many turtle things out there to, to dive into, um, so it's I, I through Fortnite I got to do this whole like Ninja Turtle Renaissance kind of thing, and I'm like I want to watch all of this and just go straight back. So it's uh, yeah I, I might have to deep dive into Ninja Turtles.
0: Uh, pro tip: I think you can find it very quickly on Xbox. You know, it's your one of your main platforms. You can get Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, which is everything plus Injustice. Ultimate, oh, yeah, two ultimate, which ha- includes all the turtles for like ten bucks.
1: Mm. Might have to do that. So soon.
0: it's worth getting it because those turtle skins are amazing. It's yeah. really cool, and some of the, like the I don't want to say there's no deaths really in in injustice because they can't kill Superman, but it's really good. Uh, I wish Street Fighter didn't do what they did with it, where they charge you fifteen dollars per skin per turtle.
1: Yeah, and yeah. they're just a skin. They don't actually have their anymore.
0: abilities. Yeah. Oh.
1: I mean, that's kind of what it was yeah. in Fortnite, right? It was like yeah. 10 bucks yeah. per skin or something like yeah. that. But so if you can get that in Justice
0: 2 yeah. with the turtles for like a plus the Mortal Kombat. like 10 bucks for both full games with all the DLC, yeah. it's a no brainer. Yeah. I already have that um, on PS5. Yeah.
1: And we did, uh, speaking of turtles, I completely forgot until right now. Well, we did dive into Shredder's Revenge. Finn and I played his first brawler, loved it. Yeah. He loved it. It's so yeah. simple to get, right? Because there's like two buttons, oh, yeah. punch and jump. And It's cool, uh, right? yeah yeah okay cool like uh but and it's like several players co-op so like the three of us played it it was it was really oh that's great just just going through and just did you get the dlc
0: um, that gives you like yosagi yojimbo and the female i
1: didn't i really have to okay yeah
0: yeah yeah it's it's if you i don't i don't know if this is i'm assuming it's the same in canada but if you have the netflix app you get turtles uh shredder's revenge for free um in the app store and you can play that game with the all the DLC included for free, which I thought
1: was awesome. Check that out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. yeah, Very cool. And if you ever come out to Minneapolis, Mark, and want to go to the Mall of America, we have the Nick uh, 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 amusement park in the Mall of America. So it's Turtles, Avatar, Dora, all of those things, the Mall of America. Very cool. There's a huge Lego awesome. store. It's amazing. You could stay with us. Um, yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just yeah. south of Manitoba or for out of uh, uh, south of Winnipeg, Mark. So, yeah, come on over. Perfect. Sounds fun. <laughs> well, very, very good. Uh, I love it. I love the turtles. I love Kirby. Um, so for me, uh, just an update on Prince of Persia, the The Forgotten Crown. That game is way too long. I'm 25 hours in and I think at hour 20, I finally got the double jump. That's a long time to go with it, a double jump, but it opens up everything. <laughs> yep. It's it's a long Metroidvania. I think I have two more things to do, and I'm stuck. So I I put that game on pause. And Mark, I was going to play Hell Divers too. I got the ultimate FOMO, so I, I joined the XCP uh, Discord group uh, because I'm a part. I I I, I the, all of the Patreon's for XCP. Get part of the group, so I came over there, uh, talked to them, uh, and they said, "Oh, we're into Hell Divers too. I'm like, "Hey, I thought this was an Xbox group, haha, ha, <laughs> PlayStation and PC right now." So they're like, "They're going all in on it." Great group over there, awesome times. So uh, if you want to check out an Xbox centric podcast and group, highly rec- recommend XEP. Um, but it's kind of crazy because I'm like, okay, I'm going to try out this game, Hell Divers Two. It's going to be amazing. Uh, it is essentially a PVE only game. It's a sequel, uh, from the original hell divers where you've got essentially a team that goes in to kill bugs. It's like Starship Troopers. Apparently it's very tongue in cheek with the, you know, Hey citizens, you want to defend super earth and defeat the beast? It's very much like goofy over the top. I love it. Tongue in cheek. Um, And I see it and it's like it's it's definitely team based, but it there's it's highly difficult. You can kill each other very easily. You can drop down things and then hijinks ensue. But it sounds like it's hilarious. Uh, It does have um, some uh, some buying. You can buy some uh, things in the game, but you can also earn them. So I think it's a good balance, but it's only $40 game. So this game is taken off on Steam. It's, like, ridiculous. It's the first time that Sony's dropped an exclusive day-in date on PC. And I don't know if they anticipated this, because they didn't. Um, Their servers can't manage the amount of people. It first came out, like, 100,000 ran out of space. They turned it to 200,000 ran out of space. 300,000 ran out of space. I think they're at 400,000 now, and they still can't get in. I bought it and I Last night, every time I checked in, I was on a wait list. They're doing it because they want to still preserve a good experience for those who are in. Yeah. But it, you know, it's still it's like how much do you do to in the first week of a game to really satisfy it? I mean, servers aren't cheap. All these things. So, yeah.
1: how long is I it did get to, be to like this? It's it's tough.
0: Exactly, them. exactly. With just you know, so early on, it's it's outperformed anything that Sony's ever done. So this is this is a good. Th- thing for this developer arrowhead they're a second party developer essentially they're not owned by playstation but the ip is so this is kind of cool it's kind of a cool experiment just before we get on the podcast i said let me just check to see if i can get to the game i got to the game but it was like doing the tutorial so i'm like i didn't even get to experience it so i can't say much about it but um I know this game is huge, so I will definitely be jumping in it. I know Logan will be jumping in on it. So uh, I'm excited to see this, and um, this is a PV only game, so I'm excited to be with others, talk to them, and see how this goes, and hopefully they're very strong and can carry me. That's all I'm going to say. Excellent. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So then uh, that, uh, so because I couldn't play Helldivers 2, Gamefly sent me a new game called Banishers. Um, this is by Don't Nod, the, the the team that has done a couple of other story-based games, typically like almost like uh telltale type games. They did a combat uh narrative game called Vampire in 2018, which I absolutely loved. And now this is their their newest IP. It's set essentially in like 1680 in New England, where it's old world America. And uh, we've got two banishers that are coming from Europe. Uh, we have one woman who is essentially the lead banisher and her assistant, who was also her lover called red. He's very Scottish. Uh, <laughs> kind of looks like you, Mark uh, beard red. Um, but uh, basically their job is essentially um, to, they, they say live for the living death to the dead. So they're essentially is they're supposed to put the dead to rest whether they are uh, peaceful, if they're not, then they combat them to send them on their way, trapped and, and move along. Uh, it's a cool concept, and I like it. You play as the 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 uh, the first the the, the female lead, uh, and you start in there, and you go to this village where you're supposed to help this uh, priest essentially uncover a mystery. And when you come there, this is very early in the game. I want to say it's spoilers. He's dead. You have to figure out what happened to him, but you also encounter him and you have to make a decision on what to do um, Mm -hmm. because his widow is uh, grieving. She gets brought along and I like it. It's got choice. It's got uh, detection. And my wife was actually on the couch next to me watching me play. She goes, oh, I like the story. It's really good. So Mm -hmm. that's a good sign that she liked it. So I think the story is very strong. There is combat, and I didn't get a lot of combat, but I think it's going to come along the way. Um, But it's definitely a third-person action combat game, but not like platforming or anything. It's really more in that mode of uh, discovery, find a mission, have some combat, and then you can probably, I'm assuming there'll be some leveling, but I know based on the trailers I saw earlier, I won't be playing the main protagonist very long. Yeah. and that is part of the story. So if you saw the the trailer, I think it was at the either the PlayStation or Xbox event last year, um mm-hmm. this one kind of put the story on its ear. So I'm really excited to see where this goes and it's a very strong showing from Don't Nod and I hope they do more of this because it feels like it's it's kind of like a Sony game doing what Sony does on a smaller budget, which I like because I like the combat. I like that and I don't want to wait eight more years for the next Witcher or the next uh, uh, God of War. So I really like the game so far. And I like the, it, it's not like visually stunning. It looks good, but it's because it has a probably a mediocre budget. Um, yeah. And it's from Focus Entertainment, mm-hmm. not Embracer Group, thankfully. So hopefully we'll see more of this and hopefully it's getting good word of mouth. It's a very busy year this year for games. Yeah. So I hate to see anything get over overlooked, but this game is... It's really good. So I'm excited it for that so far. A
1: sleeper hit. It's It's got such I great so. reviews that I can really see. Yeah. Yeah, I can see people picking this up eventually, but like having a slow burn of like, oh man, you got to play this. You got to play, you know, like different people playing it at different times and suggesting it. Then, you know, you're talking about it now. I'm going to put it on my list of like, I, I need to get this eventually and play it. Um, when my console is not taken over by a three-year-old. Um,
0: I, yeah really wish maybe playstation or xbox had put this on game pass or playstation plus because i think it would have really been like oh this is a great game to have for free and it's try so um i know vampire came to um i think it came to game pass six months later after it was released so i hope this does well so it doesn't have to go there but i hope it does well and it's like oh we should add this to our service so it could set second bump and, and get some love. And, you know, maybe this is a game so, yeah. that finds a new audience. I hope it finds a new audience maybe around Halloween as well, because mm. it's that type of game. It feels very spooky, very uh, uh, uh sleepy hollow esque is the best way to put it.
1: So, and, I mean, and uh, that's what I've been playing. See that, like, if it let's say it theoretically drops on game pass. So like six months from now is what August, September. So like you could Mm -hmm. be really like six, seven months. You're dropping that on game pass, September, October. Perfect. Yeah. Nice Halloween release. Let's this initial launch, get them the, the money from people buying it, all that kind of stuff. And then six, seven, eight months down the road, Hey, this is coming to game pass. Hey, this is coming to PlayStation plus plus extra plus whatever it's called. And here you go, enjoy it for, for the spooky times. Like, I think that's a perfect scenario. Cause then you, you get kind of the best of both worlds and launching it on those things at a time where people are like, okay, what's the spooky thing that I'm going to play? Um, I, yeah, sounds like a good strategy to me. Yeah. I, I love it when a service can, can help
0: a game, that uh, really deserves an audience, find an audience and there's no uh, penalty for trying it out. And of course, like you, I think you get a discount on those services um, when they're on them. So if you want to keep it, uh, you get a discount. So I think that's a good way to experience these type of games. So awesome. So that's what we've been playing folks. So uh, I think Mark, uh, after this ad that tells you all about the awesome things of Zencaster and keeps our lights on, We'll be getting into the bonus round. Hey, secret friends unite. Let me tell you about Zencaster. We use them for our show and now they're supporting us. Zencaster is now the all-in-one solution making podcasting easy. It's the ultimate web-based podcasting solution provides high quality audio and video podcast production and hosting with a full suite of professional tools. Podcasters can seamlessly record, produce, and publish studio quality content all from one dashboard. Being a creator has never been easier, and we chose Zencaster because of the ease of use, uh, high-quality output, and we it makes it super easy for our guests to come on. Uh, we had multiple solutions we tried before, and Zencaster has just been the best fit for us. Why Zencaster? It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sounds and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Have you ever worried what you sound like? Zencaster's post-production process makes you sound buttery smooth. It automatically removes those ums and ahs in your recording. It removes those awkward pauses in conversation, too. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with the click of a button. So if you're interested in making an easy, high-quality podcast just with the click of a browser button, go to Zencaster.com SFU and use our code SFU. You'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Now back to the show. All right. It's time for the bonus round, Mark. This week is a little bit different because we have been waiting for a lot of news to drop. So there's been news to drop about the Xbox business update. Uh, Apparently, there's going to be a a Nintendo Direct happening. And now we know it's happening actually on Wednesday. It's a partner direct. So all these things are coming together in the light, I would say. Along with PlayStation, we're hearing PlayStation is struggling now with profit. And things are costing too much when we hear like $300, $300 million for the next Spider-Man. That's very hard to, to, you know. To, to finance a game like that basis, then the numbers and how they're going. And especially if you hear of like all of the, uh, you know, publishers are doing layoffs and things. Xbox did 1900 because of their merger. So um, it's a tough environment. So, you know, a couple of things are coming out. And then we also hear Nintendo, you know, with the next switch, apparently it might even get pushed up to 2025. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't think we got a good answer with that. Um, And then we've got a partner direct with Nintendo coming out as well. So all Mm -hmm. these things are out there. They're layering on a couple of different things. So let me quickly hit on the Xbox uh, business update. Essentially, the only thing they really highlighted as changing is they will be announcing that four games from Xbox's um, uh, portfolio will be coming to other platforms. They didn't say the games. They didn't say the platforms. But they did say two of the games are more social and they have kind of essentially done their job on the platforms they are. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the other two are not necessarily uh, exclusives that are going to drive you to buy a system, but they are good games that deserve to grow.
1: Did I miss anything? No, that's about it. Uh, People were so like the, the rumor mill was a grinded before this uh, announcement, before this little podcast that they released last Thursday and um, mercy. uh, I'm glad that they put this out because it, it, as, as an Xbox fan, this put my mind to rest that like, they're not going the way of Sega. They're working on their next console. They're very confident about it. They said it's going to be the biggest generational leap that we've ever seen, which is wild. Thinking from like, you know, Super Nintendo to N64 and then let's say standard definition to HD kind of thing. Like we haven't seen, to me anyway, we've seen very um, st- like evolutionary steps, I guess, you know, yes. Uh, gradual. We aren't at 8K like,
0: yet, right? We aren't at 8K. We well, aren't at like not even 480 8K. frames like, per second.
1: That's the yeah. stuff, right? Like it's not – like there there hasn't been something – I mean look at most of this generation so far has been backwards compatible on a PS4 or an Xbox One. Um, you know, there are benefits of playing the games on the newer consoles and stuff like that. But like there's not too much this generation that you can look at and instantly be like, oh, that couldn't run on a PS4. Yeah. It might sound like a jet engine trying to take off but like the things could probably run a lot of the stuff with like, maybe some you know, cell shading and stuff or or not cell shading. Um, what am I trying to look for? Uh, like the ray tracing, Uh, ray tracing. Yeah. Yep. Turned off that kind of stuff. But like, um, yeah, like this, this was a very confident Xbox, very different from the rumors that were saying like, Oh, they're going, you know, they're stopping making consoles. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. They, they kind of like, hit it run it and it was a very short podcast but they said a lot without saying a lot
0: they did yeah they absolutely did and i think that the whole point is they've been talking about their strategy for a long time they want xbox games to be on every screen mobile mm-hmm. wherever you are tvs and that's that's true and that's kind of leading into where they're going um x microsoft's Strategy has been services everywhere. Um, there was a time when Microsoft Office wasn't only on PC. It's on Macs. It's on it's on Android. So they want to get their games everywhere, but they know at this point they can't, and they even said this, Game Pass will only be on where it's currently at today. It's not going to be on Nintendo. It's not going to be on Xbox. Um, yeah. So essentially, you know, with Game Pass, and they have also said Game Pass, including their core, they're only at $34 million Subscribers. So they know they essentially said, and they even said this console only gets them so far. Um, and so they know they need to get elsewhere with their games. And so if they want to grow, they got to get their games elsewhere to show people, hey, look what you could get on Xbox for free if you had Game Pass. So maybe try it out on, on PC or on Xbox console. So it makes mm-hmm. sense that they're sticking around. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this the Surface. Uh, hardware that Microsoft has is not is, is really good hardware, but it's a niche. It's not the best, and it's not it's not everywhere. So, but they they stay in the hardware game. Um, they don't have to be the only one in the market. But Windows is on all of those other Windows devices, and I think that's where they're they're going with their console market too, as we've seen Windows devices on uh, in PC and Steam, where essentially. It's a uh, console-like experience in a handheld. And I think that as long as they can improve Windows to make it more like a console experience, I don't know why they don't just put Xbox on a PC and call it a day, Mark, because quite honestly, yep. that's what people want. But I think that's where they're going to go. And if they can get their games on other platforms, make money to grow because they can only grow so much, um, mm-hmm. I think it's a good decision. And those games, yeah. a lot of people are guessing those games. Um, are Sea of Thieves and Grounded and then uh, Pentiment and Hi-Fi Rush. So um, I know people are saying Switch for everything. I think it's going to be a little bit of a a mixed bag with Nintendo. I think Pentiment and Hi-Fi Rush will work. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And it makes sense. Yeah, for both yeah. PlayStation and Switch, which we'll probably find out that those are coming. But I think mm-hmm. the Sea of Thieves and the Grounded will wait until the Switch 2, Mark, yeah. remember what I said about the Switch 2, T-U, Spanish, means you, Switch yep. 2. Um <laughs> You're like, Todd, shut up. Um, Super Switch or nothing. Um, so I think that makes sense in the next gen when they have better in, in yeah. a, uh, online infrastructure and they can handle the rigorous nature of those games because I think it just makes sense.
1: I don't know. Your thoughts? And, and, and Yeah, I, I completely agree that. I, I don't think we're going to see Sea of Thieves or Grounded if those are the games. And it makes a lot of sense that those are the games, especially Sea of Thieves. I could see an argument for something other than Grounded maybe, but I think Sea of Thieves is a moneymaker you've got cosmetics in there i haven't touched grounded really since it came out so i don't know what the current like cosmetics and stuff like that like same kind of deal i guess maybe
0: i don't know not really there's not a lot i i i I did not encounter any like purchase things because it doesn't seem the heart of the game it just seems more of a a minecraft like maybe they make like dlc packs where it's like grounded but now it's like Everybody's dressed like Master Chief. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's Maybe? why I was trying to think of something else um, that that could fit in with like Sea of Thieves and other ongoing games that do have DLC. And I'm really wondering if it's completely crazy to think something like Halo, but only multiplayer. Um, Halo, multiplayer. Uh, yeah. you know, that, that side of Halo could come to something and have your cosmetics and have all that kind of stuff. And again, open it up to a lot more people because if there's more people playing wherever, more people are going to be enticed to spend money. And like, that's one of the reasons I play Fortnite so much is because when my nephews, and now they have everything, but whatever, uh, when they had only switches, I could still play with them. And now, even if they have an Xbox and a PlayStation and a Switch and whatever, and they're going back and forth between this place and that place, I can still play with them wherever they are and whatever they're playing on. If that's the same thing with Halo, with Sea of Thieves, even with Grounded, if that's your jam, awesome. That is the best scenario because... The worst thing about a multiplayer game is saying, like, oh, yeah, we can only play that if you guys all have this very expensive new specific box that maybe you don't like the other games for. Maybe you aren't yeah. in. Maybe you said get an Xbox and your mom got uh, Lee Carvalho's putting challenge uh, and gave you a PlayStation. I don't know. Like, it, there's a lot of stuff, right? Um, so I I think for those type of games and Helldivers is, is another one that I'm like, Sony, you want to start making more money on this game? You want to start like being able to use this to pay for the next Spider-Man game, release it everywhere. Get everyone paying for the game, for the content, like whatever. Um, Keep your single player focused gaming experiences, exclusive. Sure. Whatever. But like, These kind of things make way more sense going multi-platform. So I'm really wondering if Grounded is it. I think Sea of Thieves is a shoe in but I could be steered in other directions from Grounded.
0: I I think Grounded makes a lot of sense for uh, uh, the other crowds because the type of gameplay, it's more cozy in a way. Mm. It's got a limited combat. I I played it. So I think maybe it makes sense for the Nintendo crowd. Um, Mm. But I could see... Halo Master, or like you know, we're talking about this. Like, I think for an online type of game, I think it probably makes sense to bring that game everywhere. It already did its job. It was a, it was an early release, and it wasn't even like it was a pet project from Bethesda for Grounded and Sea of Thieves. It's been out eight years,
1: seven years, and that's that's um, the thing. Like Sea of Thieves has been out, yeah, for a long time. Xbox One, yeah, uh, days. Yeah. So that it was direct really to Game Pass, be- yeah close to running on switch but like definitely switch Two. like that games absolutely 100%. the
0: online infrastructure i think it, it helps uh yep. to to go so uh, yeah i think all of these things it just it makes a sense because i don't think people are buying an xbox or sea of thieves or grounded i think they're buying an xbox because of game pass and game pass <laughs> is the only place you are going to get a game passes on xbox uh or a pc so at that point because it's a value because well you can get on playstation or nintendo for 70 60 whatever dollars
1: mm-hmm.
0: or you could just get it for 15 bucks or 10 bucks a month and get all these other great games mm-hmm. so i yeah. think that's the inherent value it's like i know people are like worried about all oh, these games going on their platforms so like yeah they're going on platforms but you're paying full price and if you're thinking about saving money as a consumer you could pay 15 bucks for one month on game pass play it and then move on yeah. You don't have to keep paying on game pass if you don't want to. Um, so I think there's value in there.
1: One thing that, that Phil did kind of harp on and I'm very curious about their strategy for this, or if he just meant like Xbox and PC, but he did make a point of talking about like you buy it once and you get it in multiple spots, the and entitlements Once and you get it right. The entitlements. And I'm very, yes. very curious because he also mentioned things like cross-save and all this kind of stuff. And I'm very yeah. curious if Sea of Thieves drops on Switch, do I just get it? Because I own that game. I don't even have that on Game Pass. I, I own Ooh. that one. I'm to, to Game Pass core. I bought Sea of Thieves. So I have the entitlement for that game, wherever potentially, wherever it goes do I still own that on switch? Is there a way for me to log in and get that game through Xbox or something like that? Or do I just have to pay for it again, but I can do the cross save cross cross progression, all that kind of stuff. I'm really wondering what part of that he meant for which platform. Cause he yeah. did really harp on that for a little bit.
0: I'm guessing it's the Xbox and PC. You get You buy it once, you get it elsewhere. Because it was like Xbox Play Anywhere. For a long time, it was the same thing. You've got it on PC. Now, I think, Mark, what they're trying to do is, and I've heard this with the background thing, this Logan from XCP even mentioned, like they're doing some things in the background to enable cross-save, which I like. Cross-save and cross-play are really where we need to be. Wherever you own it, your save will follow, like Destiny, and you'll play with everybody. I think that's where we need to be. Don't have walled gardens with playing with others because you're, people are not going to spend $500 to play just one game with their friends. They want to be, and I think the younger generation, that's how they, that's how they exist now. So I don't think you can go the walled garden with the modern audiences because it just doesn't make much sense. So, I don't know if you get on switch, but I think that's where there's going to say there's a benefit to be in that area of the, uh, ecosystem versus just being able to play the game and play with your friends. Um, yeah. it's more money. It's more revenue for Microsoft as they grow. They realize they're probably capped out at their consoles because console market, quite honestly, between switch Nintendo and PlayStation is probably around $300, 300 million max. Probably that's it. Yeah. Um, and then beyond that, you got to go elsewhere, PC, everywhere else. So, mm-hmm. it, it, just even having a box doesn't guarantee you the most profit. So, I think I'm hoping everybody's going to get beyond that. The only one that isn't, and we'll talk about that a little bit, is probably Nintendo. But, um, you know, the whole thought of multi platform, I think, is going to change where we're at especially we get into cloud. Uh, I mean, no Microsoft is even talking about um, more um, what's the, what's the, the term of the architecture, like mobile it's um, not risk. Is it risk or arm where essentially you're like, like Nintendo where you're on a mobile chipset uh, like Apple uses Apple, the Apple doesn't use like NVIDIA and uh, and Intel anymore. They're using yeah. their own integrated Learn like APUs, stuff. which is, which is chips on silicone, smaller, less heat to do things. Yeah. And they can do some really amazing things. I know even Xbox even put into their uh, documents that got leaked that, that, that they're thinking they might have a future doing more of a hybrid mode. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. But beyond all of that, um, we're in a, where in a place now where um, everybody's catching on um, mobile PC gaming is becoming huge with the, with the Steam Deck, the uh, ROG Ally, uh, there's Legion Go, uh, and we're hearing Windows, even Xbox may even have a mobile uh, system as they partner with another uh, platform and basically make a mobile o- UI for gaming, which mm. the Xbox UI probably would work really well, and it's basically Windows already. Um, so with that, um, PlayStation hasn't dabbled in that architecture yet. And it sounds like they're going to double down on their last year strategy or last gen strategy with a PS five pro. Mm. Cause they saw sales getting stagnant with PS four. Yeah. They did the PS four pro. Um, but their only change we're hearing with PlayStation they're coming on board with now is uh, based on where they're seeing their profit margin drop is they want to move forward to a future where, PlayStation potentially is day and date on PC and PlayStation. Helldivers Divers is Hull Divers 2 is the first experimentation in that mode. And they've seen success on PC already with a staggered release. Mm -hmm. So, and I know they bought some developers to actually help with PC ports. So with that, um, I mean, that makes me think is multi-platform the future, because if you can afford a affordable PC handheld, 500 bucks that maybe dr tv why do you need an xbox why do you need a ps5 when (laughs) all those games are going to pc and that's what i'm like thinking yeah yeah and you can bring any controller to the table your xbox controller your playstation controller a keyboard keyboard and mouse a weird hybrid and it makes me think i'm like yeah maybe you don't need a console box but it's there if you want it yeah. And I don't think anybody's going to steal your console as long as there's money you need made. But, you know, I have a gaming PC and I'm like, yeah, I paid that much money and it's just ridiculous. But I also podcast from it. I do other things. Right. But quite honestly, if I didn't need it, I'd tell everybody buy a Steam Deck, buy that if you want all to play all the games because, or right. Roger Ally for 600 because it's cheaper mm-hmm. than buying an Xbox and a PS5. And you can also get Game Pass on it.
1: Yeah, I I love the, 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 handheld the the hybrid console strategy i think it's just waiting for someone to crack it and i i don't think someone's cracked it like steam deck has come close but i still don't think like steam deck's still a little uh a little techie a little geeky nerdy like you kind of have to know what you're doing to set it up right to do everything Mm -hmm. the way you want to it's still a little tinkery I think for the the mass market and I don't think it's a, I think it's a handheld first and there's, you know, dock and whatever available, but I still think it's someone needs to crack it like Nintendo has, but in a pro setting. So if Nintendo's cracked it for like, here's our handheld, here's our hybrid, It can plug into the TV. It's very quick and easy to to just dock it. And it makes the fun little sounds when you click the joy cons and all that kind of stuff. And it's very friendly and the UI is simple, but it translates from touch to handheld to TV and everything just kind of works. I don't think anyone else has cracked it yet. And I think whoever does first, if it's like a PC based handheld or whatever like at least it can run steam and run game pass and run windows games and blah 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 someone's going to just crush the console market and they they absolutely there's room for that especially if PlayStation's moving stuff to PC faster if that's Microsoft's strategy going forward like there is absolutely a world where we could have PC and Nintendo as like the dominant video game entertainment platforms. Yeah. And someone just needs to crack it and come out with something that's like borderline affordable and easy. Easy is the main thing where you don't have it's just <clears throat> right there. Um and I don't know like I I don't know who that's going to be. It could be anything
0: so like that. I I I I think Windows needs to make a gaming uh, OS like Xbox, but it's for uh, it's it's under the it's under a brand, and they can partner with Asus or whoever they want to. And Mark, instead of doing a handheld like Steam Deck, because I think that's there, but a box that's five hundred bucks that goes to your TV, because if you think about that, a lot of the dollars tied into like a, a, a steam deck or a Rog ally are tied to like the screen and, and temperatures and all those things. If you're saying I'm not going to make this a handhold, I'm just going to make it a box. that's small. And it hooks up to a TV. You could do a hell of a system and it would just connect and get you that high def, get you all the bells and whistles. Steam is loaded. Windows is there. So you get game pass uh, and then you can get steam for early PlayStation games. It's an all in one It may not get you an all one plus a hybrid, but you could then say, well, maybe Nintendo picks up the ball and gets everything else on the go. But Nintendo has to play ball. And I think that's the (laughs) hardest part. Will Nintendo play ball with anybody? Because it seems like they're willing to, like, let everybody do things on their system, but they rarely are reciprocating and say, hey, yeah, we'll give you Mario. No, they won't. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. give you this. No, they won't. <laughs> but we'll yeah, take no. banjo and smash. We'll we'll take Ori. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo's, so, yeah, Nintendo's definitely. They're a not a caring lover, care. Mark. Yeah, they're not no. a caring lover.
1: <laughs> no, no, very selfish. Uh, very selfish. Um, yeah, I Nintendo does not play well, and uh, they. Yeah, I. That's why I said like I think someone like Nintendo is the you know, the other option if it's PC or whatever, but I think Nintendo is still kind of floating out there on their own and that's fine. Whatever it's, it is, what it is. Um, yeah. So, so I, I, don't see, yeah, I don't see a future unless things drastically change again. Like, I mean, if switch has another Wii U or if Nintendo has another Wii U on their hands with switch Two super switch, whatever you want to call it, um, maybe they start to, to share some things if they have another switch or Wii style success with the super switch now nah, nintendo staying selfish like it i think it all depends on what happens with this next console and you know how things are but like i, I don't think nintendo has a need to play nice like i think everyone's like please put our stuff on your like please put this character in smash brothers. Please do this. Like, like even Xbox is like looking at that switch market going like, "Mm -hmm, you guys are closing in on being the best selling console of all time. Yeah. Okay. You can have pentiment. You can have hi-fi rush. Let's go. We can make some money here. Like, yeah what are they inching close to like 130 million consoles sold or some crazy stuff like that and that's not even getting into the holiday i'd be delaying the switch too as well let's break some records let's put this thing on sale and just crush everything else like playstation was it playstation 2 and nintendo ds yes 150
0: 155 yeah mark silly mark Nintendo will never discount the Switch because they haven't. (laughs) I don't think they will. I think they'll just essentially say, yeah, the Switch Lite's available for 200 bucks. Here's Switch 2. I think that's what they'll do. And they'll be available for the next two years or whatever. Kind of like that weird Nintendo DS, 2DS or whatever, that was there for like years later. It was like, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I just do not see them saying like, because eh, they know they're going to be somebody who wants another Switch Lite because their Switch Lite died because their kid put it in the toilet. So there's still a market for that and they don't have to yeah. do anything and they could probably get there without even, I mean, you saw their, you've seen what they've been listing for their games this year. It's going to be a lot of like remakes and remasters and like Princess Peach, I think is their only original game. They still have left announced this year. So, I mean, if they delay till 2025, I mean, why not? Put out Metroid Prime 2 and 3 remaster. Put out Ocarina of Time and Wind Waker remake. Oh, and yeah. people would be f- happy and save the big hitters for 2025 and just replay the Switch playbook.
1: We're good to go. I'm mean, yeah, sure we there's we a new Imagine Dragon Switch, song they can first- do. Perspective of Mary versus Donkey Kong just came out. Splatoon 3 yep. DLC drops this week. Yep.
0: Delicious course. Yep. And then uh, we have Princess uh, Peach. Princess and, Peach.
1: Uh, what's it? Uh, Luigi's Mansion, right? Two.
0: That's really yeah. Awesome. That's the other one. And then, uh, yeah, other than that, I've heard there might be even a uh, uh, Fire Emblem uh, remaster or remake that they've been holding onto for a couple of years that could be available to drop as well.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: Yeah, right. so it's 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 going to be one of those years, which is fine, because they're going to save the big games
1: oh, for Thousand Switch year Door. 2. Paper Mario.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either, so that's yeah. the other one. That's another remake. So, yep. so I mentioned. mean, they could do nothing else this year and have a great holiday and then say, hey, in September, here's Switch 2, and it's yeah. coming out in whatever and it's not like the, those games that are the fall i mean there might be a pokemon release in the fall which can be yeah, there's on a few rumors Switch. that are
1: that are poking yeah. around of uh what's the the last one i heard was um another let's go with yeah. togepi and meryl was
0: it black and white was that the one that i've heard they're going to remake
1: uh well no pokemon so the let's the let's go series would be a gold silver remake
0: and okay, you know, kitty stuff okay.
1: like let's go pikachu let's go eevee um the black and white remake rumor is like a full remake or you know okay the, the re, like um core kind of remake like uh yep. like diamond and pearl or whatever it was uh okay. that just you know came out mm-hmm. a couple of years ago yeah um and then there's the other rumor that i heard was another um legends game uh pokemon okay. legends celebi i think Think is what I heard. So continue the uh, the Pokemon Legends Arceus kind of uh, kind of idea, which I would love. That game was awesome. Um, so a lot, yeah. a lot of Pokemon that they could announce. Um, Do they really yeah, want to time. go
0: after another Pokemon on this system, though? That's what I'm wondering. That's the only thing I'm thinking. Like they've struggled with technology. Their the remakes know, would more could horsepower
1: could help them? Work. Um, I don't think Not they'd like the be EV. necessary for yeah. like a Let's Go game or a remake of Black yeah. and White like not necessary at all Release them for this legends absolutely tossed some more horsepower even though that game was great that game ran way better than scarlet and violet yeah um, yeah, that's what i heard but could still use a little bit more horsepower of course especially if they go bigger with it so that's the only one out of those three potentials that's the only one that i would say even bother waiting for switch Two, like the other ones could be a hundred percent like cross platform release or whatever it is cross generation release um or just like switch but but here you go um yeah Yeah. those can release tomorrow on switch and be completely fine because they're not pushing the envelope it's a remake pretty version of gold and silver and let's go evie and let's go pikachu ran Phenomenal, like those were great games, very simplified, but like they were, they were fantastic for what they were, Um, you know, that on a technical standpoint anyway. Um, Yeah, I, I think, yeah, Pokemon could at any point just drop those. So
0: it seems like that maybe that is their swan song on Switch. And then uh, we're here. We are hearing rumors that it's going to be an eight inch screen, which may mean that the Joy Cons that you currently own won't fit because the bezel would be too big. So maybe they support like a wireless mode, which is fine. And um, with that, I'm hearing backwards compatible is a go, which is great. So, which means that, uh, yeah, those games will work on Switch. And when the games that have come out for Switch are going to be like bangers, but they'll probably also work on the original switch but with just like not as good of performance so those cross-chain games could be uh going on for a long time but we just see like the playstation 4 or the xbox one where it's like yeah you get the 30 frames per second it's not great but you can play it but the if you really want to play it the right way you get the switch too so i think that's a good thing so with that mark i mean we're probably expecting nintendo to go do more of the same with a couple of new twists on it which we saw with like Nintendo to Super Nintendo uh, versus the Wii to Wii U, doing something completely different. Um, you know, basically, it's going to be more evolutionary than revolutionary, which I think is good, which I think yeah. people are fine with, and maybe some like uh, unique things that they always do. Um, yeah. With PlayStation and Xbox, uh, you know, we are hearing that 2028 is probably going to be the next generation of hardware. Um, I am curious though. Um, if, if if we had to put all our cards on the table and we said multiplatform is gonna be the future, and we said, Okay, PC is the best way to play all of the games, excluding Nintendo, would we lean into a box that could do that if it was Xbox branded and had access uh, access to a Steam store, but had the Xbox UI as the heartland. He didn't have to worry about drivers and things. Yeah, Would that be like the the holy land for everybody?
1: I think like when I was talking earlier and said, I don't know who's going to crack it. Like the company that could, Microsoft's the highest valued company in the world. Or they were. I don't know if they've crossed mm-hmm. back down. Oh yeah, three trillion dollars. Like,
0: Apple and them are fighting with Yeah, they, over they go constantly go back and forth.
1: Anyway, then. for at least a time, and it might still be going on. Uh, Microsoft's the most valuable company in the world. If not, they, they are one of the most valuable companies in the world. Yes, They have the power 100% to make the next Xbox a PC with a nice coat of paint over it. So if you can do, and again, this is this is the simplicity side of things. if you can make the, the PC interface work in the background and have an Xbox style UI, but when you click store, it opens up into more things. It's a little bit more open than a closed console system. Steam can put a store on there. Um, Epic can put a store on there. and you Oculus can put a store on there. And you can connect right.
0: your headset to right. it like you can now.
1: Yep. Yep. So, I mean, like that kind of stuff, that kind of... And then, and then, you know, the Xbox store is just a store, but you're running this thing that works on a TV because no one wants a mouse and keyboard when they're just sitting in their living room, hoping to pick up something and jump into the next Halo game or whatever it is. Um, like I think Xbox is the one that could crack this because they have windows, they have Xbox, they just need to combine them in a nice way. They haven't figured that out yet, but they could. Um, so I'm thinking, I
0: think think you're right. And if they let Nintendo just manage the, you know, and then of course you've got like the outliers, the Asus ROG, and maybe they develop with, they were with Microsoft on a great gaming OS for Mm -hmm. their device. And that allows you to do mobile and then do the same thing. I think that's probably where we're going with that. But you think about this, if they partner with steam and say, Hey, steam, we're going to give you another option to get to everybody. And for developers, it's great because developers could say, this is the Xbox version of all of our games, kind of like Steam Deck does, where they've got one OS, they've got one setting, they can program to it. And they said, by the way, this is going to be there. Just think about all those developers would say, oh, wait, I've got one standard and it yeah. works and yeah. I can do that. That's a winner. And then maybe Steam says, hey, by the way, or uh, we'll we'll allow you to have, we'll, we'll come up with a partnership. And instead of the... 30% you normally get, you get 15% of all sales that are purchased through these boxes. That could be a killer, man, cuz all the PlayStation games are there.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Like Yeah. Whoever figures that out to work with a TV, like forget handheld, like let's like a box that does that that allows multiple stores and just ease of use, but it's the UI that's the big thing. No one wants yep. a PC on their couch. No. Like that's a hassle. That's a pain in the butt. No. You want something with a flashy, easy to use e- UI. That's like here's the Steam Store. Here's this. Here's that. Um, you know, and they had like Steam had that for. Um, it,
0: well, Steam does have Steam Big they're Picture Mode, mode. They're, they're which works great. Mode. Yeah, um, it, it works great. It's it's yeah. a really good environment. And you know, quite honestly, it, the Xbox OS would work for it because it
1: it does. Right. Yeah. So like those kind of combinations and you see, you know, Epic and Xbox and different, like in, in Europe, it's very interesting what's going on right now with mobile phones and like iOS and uh, being able to put other stores on there. And like Xbox has already said, like, they don't agree with what, you know, they don't think they're going far enough. So they're not going to put a native X cloud or cloud gaming app on iOS yet, even though they're allowed to now, uh, which just opened up. It was crazy. Um, But like there's some big, big changes coming up on the mobile front, on the like open store front on like where you can get games and what you can install them on and all that kind of stuff. Like the next few years is going to be super interesting because phones are super powerful Oh, like yeah. the TV is still a great place, but like, yeah, as far as like game anywhere, cross save, cross progression, all that kind of stuff is going to be incredibly, insanely important because yeah, if, if the right, especially if the regulators like step up and make it to so, like, I can install the Epic store on this, I can install a game pass or an Xbox store on this device. I can install it on this, that, whatever else, like things are going to change. And whoever cracks that first of like, here's this thing that can run every store and works with whatever controller that you like to play with on your couch, plug it in and go like, that's going to be it. Like it's someone just need, and I think it's potentially could be Xbox.
0: Well, I, another opinion could be on Nintendo is GeForce now, which GeForce now is yeah. Apparently what I've heard, and I haven't done it, but it is the premier streaming service, and essentially you buy the games on Steam or whatever, and they just work on your mobile device Mm -hmm. or your PC browser or your Mac browser, and they work wonderful. I've heard like the latency is actually lower on GeForce Now than on a home console. So if you imagine if Nintendo partnered with GeForce Now, they said, yeah, we'll get a Credit of sales, and you can play those games on a Nintendo console wirelessly. Obviously, it would probably be only in the home. But still, that's a huge boon to get into the high-end gaming market on a handheld at a low cost with Nintendo. Yeah. Be interesting. Wow. Mm. Have we solved this problem, Mark? I think so. Absolutely.
1: Yes. I'm happy i think so
0: so there we go folks uh multi-platform maybe it's probably going to meet nintendo and others is probably the the ongoing of this especially with them having their own theme parks and things like that so we'll see how this goes but this was a fun discussion because you know what don't argue about where you play your games just play the games no matter where you can play the games um everything else will be fine um so thank you for going on this g- gaming journey, everyone. Uh, you know, we're going to be back in two weeks and let us know uh, if you have any thoughts on all of this topics you'd like to address. But in the meantime, Mark, where can people find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram and threads and TikTok uh, as uh Canardian underscore gamer. And of course, hanging out in our Discord group as well. Excellent. So check out Mark
0: and his sexy sexy sexiness in TikTok. He's looking good these days.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> typically thanks. in a
0: dinosaur you typically in a dinosaur outfit. Inflatable um, dinosaur
1: yes. That's when I look my best. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh you can follow me on uh Twitter uh at t at sea on threads at t oxtra at secret friends and on our Discord, and at secretfriendsunite.com. Yeah. So thank you, Mark. Everyone, thank you for all of the wonderful things you bring to us to talk about the world of gaming. Uh, we appreciate you, and please, please enjoy your gaming. With that, remember folks, it's always better to game together.
1: This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite Podcasting Network.